Seat at the Nebraska Table is a program of the Nebraska Civic Engagement Table. As a nonpartisan nonprofit, we do not endorse political parties or candidates, but do take positions on issues. We provide Nebraskans with the information they need to make informed decisions and stay engaged in their communities. To learn more, visit our website at nebraskatable.org. This is Seat at the Nebraska Table. I'm Chaka Yang. Welcome to this episode of Seat at the Nebraska Table. Joining us today is Paige Wrights and Kat Weiss. We're going to dive into art and civic engagement and how community has been shaped through the lens of artists and community leaders. So let me introduce uh, let me introduce you to our guests. Kat Weiss is an artist, muralist, and community arts enthusiast. Kat has spent three and a half years organizing workshops, murals, and community events in her neighborhood, which is just south of the Lincoln uh, State Capitol. Paige Weitz is an arts administrator from Omaha. She is the deputy director at the Union for Contemporary Art in North Omaha, whose mission is to strengthen the cultural and social landscape of our community by using the arts as a vehicle to inspire positive social change. Uh, Kat and Paige, thank you so much for being here. Yes. <laughs> All right, Kat, I'm going to start with you. Um, I know you're an artist. Can you tell me about the different kind of mediums you use and how has your identity impacted the work that you're you're conveying? Yeah, I do a lot of painting and printmaking, and a lot of it explores um, African-American identity, specifically in Nebraska, um, and looking at multiracial individuals and individuals who also may have spent a lot of time like kind of in isolation from other black communities. So what does it mean to sort of develop as an individual um, outside of like kind of populated cultural spaces so that's part of what my work's been exploring in the past like two years I've also done like a number of outdoor wheat paste installations and like different little mural projects and stuff awesome we'll start we'll we'll talk more about that later but Paige for folks that don't know about the union can you tell us more about the work that you all do at the union yeah so the union is a essentially a community art center in north Omaha and we do a lot of different programs, but our mission is to um, strengthen the arts and strengthen our community at the same time. And we do that through, um, we have a gallery space where we host local, regional and national artists. Um, we typically are working with artists that um, are using their practice for social change in some way. Um, and we, we consider that really broad, but I always like to explain it to people like, you're probably not gonna see an artist in our space that uh, is making abstract paintings for abstract painting sake. Like usually there's some sort of social connection or message or advocacy effort to the work that we're showing. Um, we also do free youth programming for the kids that live in the North Omaha zip codes. We do after school and all day on Saturday. We've got kids doing all sorts of sweet stuff from um, visual arts to gardening to culinary arts. Um, we also offer co-op studios. So we've got spaces in our building that artists can come and have access to all the equipment they need to make their work. Um, and lots of other cool programming, just connecting the community and artists together to really foster dialogue and, and hopefully um, kind of start to shift the way our community thinks about the role the artists play in, in the community, but also how artists can impact and shape how culture is built. Ooh, love that. And speaking of, you know, using art to shape community, and I know you've talked about that um, already, Kat, but uh, another way that you've been engaging with the community um, with your art is your podcast, right, called Black IDs. Do you want to talk more a little bit about that? 
Yeah. Uh, in the past like year and a half, I've gotten really interested in community engaged art and how art can not just like represent individuals, but sort of bring agency to them. And so one of the things I wanted to do is make portraits of specific people, but also um, have interviews with them. So it's like there's both vision and voice for the figures being represented. It's not just sort of my isolated interpretation of them, but you can actually go back and reference and see what do they say about themselves and how is that reflected in the work or how is it not reflected in the work? Like what liberties am I taking with their image, right? Um, so it's sort of been a process of going and interviewing them and then we have these collaborative photo shoots that we kind of work together on and then the art becomes both a response to what they said about themselves as well as, well as like the images we create together. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. That gave me, um, it just brings me back to uh, your, I'm going to talk more about your exhibition and, and seeing that solo show. Um, but Paige, um, going back to the union and, and I know you're back, you have a background uh, with your bachelor's in business and studio art. How has that helped you lead you to where you were at at the union? I mean, it has definitely been a winding road. Um, I had no idea that this is the role, you know, in college, I didn't even know that arts and was a career path you could have. Um, but I was primarily interested in art, but also really interested in like business from a philosophical standpoint is how I like to explain it, like figuring out how the pieces all fit together. And, you know, then I came into this world and learned like, oh, people having budgets and knowing finance stuff is actually really helpful to support this kind of work that really is at the ethos of who I am. Um, but I, like Kat, was getting engaged with community-engaged art um, while I was living in the Pacific Northwest. And that is really when art started to really resonate with me. I've always been a maker, um, but that was sort of the aha moment that like, well, yeah, this is the purpose. Like this is um, getting people engaged who might not think that they have a role to play in the arts, um, art being everywhere, not just in sort of these, you know, inaccessible spaces. Um, that that was really how I got my start. And when I, I'm from Omaha, and when I moved back to Omaha, Brigitte McQueen started, I knew that she was starting the union and that she was, um, it was kind of just like this idea that she had percolating and was starting to ramp up support for. And I just started showing up as a volunteer for a couple of years before the union grew to a place where they they had space for an employee. And I've been here ever since. I've been here for a little over eight years. Oh, that's so cool. I feel like that's a lot of like startups for a lot of us in this in this in the nonprofit world where we start off as volunteers and like kind of get into it where we didn't necessarily think that we could turn this into a career. Right. Um, Kat, uh, again, congratulations on your first major solo exhibition at the Keishol Fine Gallery, Art Fine Art Gallery, oh my gosh. Um, and the ex exhibition is called I Made the Cornrows, which can still be viewed till May 15th. Um, can you describe your exhibition for the listeners? And I know you touched a bit about it, but share more how you decided who to paint. Yeah, um, for sure. I also just want to say I'm really delighted to be sharing space with Paige um, and a representative from the union in general. It's just such a dope space that's been really shaped by so many amazing Black women. So love it. Love what you guys are doing over there. Um, and as far as the exhibition goes, I... I really started close to home thinking about who am I and like who are the black people who are in my circle and who have reflected to me people that I really needed to see, whether that's like 
a version of masculinity that's very liberated in a portrait of Dwight Brown. You see a picture of my mom sort of um, submerged, both submerged in sort of like vegetation and also emerging from it. So somebody that's kind of in a transitioning space. There's a portrait of uh, my auntie who moved to Illinois, um, but she grew up in Nebraska and Alabama and she's written a lot about like the great migration and seeing her write poetry and like children's books really inspired me to be able to imagine myself like as a black woman creative as a as a like a full-time job you know seeing her do that um Joelle Balance is like a naturalist and she's also um like a very fair-skinned black woman like multiracial black woman and she talked about at times passing for white and that was something that I think is really important to talk about in terms of the black experience these sort of bodies that are invisible when we talk about what blackness looks like or sounds like or feels like and so I really wanted to include people who we don't normally picture as the forefront of like what a black identity is and validating that space as a space that it's like you can claim blackness for yourself no matter how light or how dark you are like it's yours it's your identity to to um make and shape mm, yes wow that's powerful especially in nebraska where it's predominantly you know white and i think i take a lot of i mean i i respect you so much in in your artistry and the way that um just the way that we've been friends for a while too uh so it's it's incredible to see your growth cat and and we were as students together we did a lot of work together at south of downtown with creative placemaking and in um, your murals and my civic sidewalk series and Paige, i've been following the union and your emphasis on engaging with the community from like your fellowships and exhibitions and and youth engagement and honestly that's why i brought you both here to talk more about you know, art and civic engagement and why and how I feel like it's very underutilized in Nebraska. And you both have been doing such incredible work. And, and from a perspective of, of also like an artist and a community arts organizer where you created a, a whole new position. We'll get into that. And then um, just Paige uh, with your work with the union too. So um, I guess, Paige, I'll have, I'll have you answer first. Um, what does engaging in your community through art mean to you? Mm, that's such a good question. Um, it's always a process. Like, I feel like that for me personally, as an artist and as an arts administrator, it's a lot about slowing down. It's a lot about listening. It's a lot about showing up. I think that that's something that has been really, really important here at the union and in my own personal work. That's just, um, like community can't be forced and, um, showing up and being present in people's lives is like where that starts. And when you, like for me, when I enter a room, I'm like representing the union. And um, so just being present and being a part of the community is the most important thing. And then that's where you start to build those relationships when it comes to art making or coming, you know, like I'm thinking of our neighborhood arts program where we're, we build and do murals, like very much so in collaboration with community um, and with an artist and the, to me, the most successful projects have always stemmed from that place of like relationship had been built first and, and then art begins. In other programs that we run at the union, I think about it in terms of community being um, sort of like a part of the conversation that's happening. It's not just this thing that's being presented to, but it's um, encapsulating themes of the community. It's also um, using community voice when we're forming conversations about what's happening in the space or how we are connecting the work that the artist made to the community. Um, I'm thinking about an exhibition we had called Salon Time where it was 
three black black women doing work about black hair and in that like ways to incorporate community voice was we partnered with the local hairstylist and like had her dream like what is what does community programming look like how do we connect this exhibition to our community um so just like finding all of those ways but really it's about showing up you know being i can't tell you how many times that it's just like being comfortable knocking on a neighbor's door or showing up to their house when you know there's something going on in their life that has nothing to do with your like art agenda or what we're doing in terms of programming but yeah that's where it starts for me mm, yes and i love how it ties into um the union and your mission and being like very intentional and in, in making sure that all of this is accessible to the community and i, I hear a lot about like you know making like we're, we're taking space but we're also um trying to uh, create space for for communities that that those, those spaces weren't in place in before if that makes sense um, yeah. so uh kat what what does engaging in your community through art mean to you hmm. I'm just I just loved Paige's response so much and I'm still just thinking about it and um like what makes what makes something successful in terms of like a community engaged project or or even what makes a relationship successful I think is a good question too. Um uh, I I'm just thinking about this so I'm going to answer a question you didn't ask but I went to the union's uh exhibit with Vanessa German and she's a nationally celebrated, internationally collected uh, black woman artist who's doing a lot of assemblage and performance work. And there's a lot of times you'll see institutions sort of fly in artists from around the country and they'll kind of like hijack a community happening. This was not what was taking place whatsoever. So even in bringing in somebody from the outside, Vanessa was making this performance piece that was a response to the history of Omaha and the history of lynching in the Red Summer. And it was something I hadn't fully grappled with. And so seeing Vanessa like work with a bunch of people from the community to put on this performance and to dance through the streets along the same path, like this man was dragged, like it was so incredibly powerful and like healing and moving to see the very intentional way that the community was included and engaged with both in going on the walk in the in the like um history that was engaged with and the performers that were included and for me like that's what intentional community organizing is about it's about both the process and the product being reflective of the people's concerns and um desires so like that's it's it's an ethos that I like so deeply appreciate and that's so inspiring to me when I think about what my what I want my organizing to look like what I want my art to look like so I just want to like claps for that mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah I remember that exhibition I went with a friend and I my friend and I were just crying yeah. <laughs> because it was just so yeah so powerful um Sorry, you did answer that question. So I, uh, I wanted to also um, just touch back onto what I was talking about. Your, your, you created this new position at the South of Downtown, um, and essentially you added like I don't know. Can you want to go more into detail about creating this own art community organizer position? Yeah, it kind of happened. I was already doing that sort of work, and then. Um... So I'll give you like a brief story. So in college, I was running a community art space for artists of color by artists of color with my friend, Vernay Norman, who 
started it. It's called it was called Parallel Visions. And so we ran that for nine months and we couldn't afford to keep it going. And so we decided to use like what funding we had to put on a community project at Park Middle School, which was my old middle school. And so um, from that, I met like one of the organizers at South of Downtown, Jewel Rogers, because she was volunteering with me. And then I met my former boss, Sean Reba. And then that's how I started um, working there because they, Sean had this vision of like having a community arts space. And I was like, I love that. Like, let's do it. Will you hire me? So um, that's kind of how it happened. And it took about a year to really figure out like, what is this role? How does the community want to be engaged through creativity? Like, what does that look like? And so we visited like the Everett Family Literacy Group. We visited the neighborhood associations. We visited like different community groups and sort of asked them, like, how do you want to see art function in the community? And from that, we had artists come in like uh, David Manzanares, who worked with us for a summer, um, actually longer than a summer, really. But he put on like Alabrije workshops, which are like uh, Mexican folkloric sculptures that are kind of like these surreal decorative animals. They're just gorgeous. And we got to see like that workshop realized in English and Spanish so that people in our community who spoke English as a second language and spoke Spanish as a first language could like still engage fully. Um, and that was really exciting. We saw like interracial families. We saw like all sorts of people like um, really learning about and being able to appreciate the cultures that are like present in our community. So um, was that one of like your first uh, workshops that you organized at South of Downtown? Yeah, that was one of the early workshops, like after we kind of were doing the Art Hub as a solo thing, mm -hmm. not partnered with any other organizations. Um, yeah. Uh, so we did like a bunch of like sculpture and different things with David. And then we did a mural that included like students from the elementary school across the street and like people working on the block with David. So yeah, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, it did. It did. Um, can you? Did you ever imagine that you could get paid to do that and like just have? I don't know. Just do art and with the community and just. I, I never thought that I could get paid to do an organizer position like that, and I feel yeah. like this is the first in Nebraska that is anyone or is in Lincoln. I I think. Um, yeah, specifically, I think it's a specific kind of work because it's not quite arts administration, and it's like not quite like squarely the kind of organizing we think of as like political organizing. So I think it's definitely new for Lincoln. My suspicion is like the union probably has a role similar to my role or like somebody in Omaha might. Um, but I do think it's, it's relatively new for Nebraska. And I think for me, it just happened because I was really passionate about community and I was already doing it. So it kind of was just like a natural escalation of like what was already happening. And I was mentored in, college by Sandra uh, Williams who's like a Hispanic woman who was doing a lot of like socially engaged art at UNL so she made me read a bunch of books about it too which helped <laughs> yeah <laughs> well Paige I know we've 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 all sort of already like touched base on it and but I guess more of like I guess it feels more natural like this these positions in in the space that we hold um but I guess can you tell me more about like the why why is utilizing art and civic engagement important for me and for the union, I think that we see like the heart of our mission is that we want to see our society change, right? Like we want to see um, people be treated better. We want to see there be more equality in our community. And, and we know that art and artists are 
have amazing tools in their toolkit to help push those things forward. Um, I always think I learned this from a workshop from Creative Capital about like what what is the role? I, I used to struggle with this this question really. I was like, ah, what is the role? Can can art can what we're doing here at the union really really have impact on like social justice issues or social change? Because I think I was thinking about it too like we had to be responsible for the whole circle, you know, <laughs> like that that's just still, we struggle with some of the, the more of the work that you guys are really great at doing at the Nebraska Civic Engagement Table, the, the ag advocacy side of things, but like artists and art create culture. And that's like, we all know is like the forefront of how social policy gets changed, how our communities like evolve and grow and thrive. And like to be a piece of that puzzle, to have, artists ideas in our communities and and what we're putting on stage and what we're putting on the walls and like how we're forming conversations can really be that pivotal moment or point that could change somebody's perspective or build more empathy that can push the political sector and push the economic sector to like really start to um, change their ways too and like yeah I think that, that that's the role and um, we try to do it as much as we can. <laughs> I'm going to ask Kat a different question about, from your perspective, from like past or, uh, community arts organizer and now like as an artist established in Nebraska, how can people get involved? Like how, I guess, yeah, how can, how can just regular people get involved with, with art and civic engagement? One of my favorite things is the poster. I think the poster is a, it's a political work. It's also a personal work. And I think it is a way of sharing civic ideas and personal ideas maybe in the same breath a little bit like the union had that great like black lives matter poster series they did when i was working at south of downtown we had um a, a neighbor who made a bunch of black lives matter posters and then like we generated posters for housing and we educated people about housing through the creation of like diy screen printing these posters and i think it's so fun it's such a good way of like joining together while also thinking about like what do we care about collectively and how do we promote the ideas that we believe in so I think posters are, are powerful works and we're lucky enough in Lincoln to have Constellation Studios which has a letterpress in the basement and I was really excited last year to be able to use the press to make some like stop Asian hate posters just for fun and and now I've been thinking about Ukraine it's like how how do we show solidarity with the migrants that are here from Ukraine like I have a lot of Slavic friends I went to um, high school with that I've been thinking about a lot lately and how do we show solidarity with them and I'm like I gotta make some more posters like so that they know like we're, we're thinking about them even if we can't change that situation the just being visible and feeling that the people around you care about what you're experiencing I think is it's huge for your sense of belonging and your sense of commitment to your own um like local community do you know what i mean versus if you feel invisible in that space you might not want to stay there so um yeah that representation is really important yes i agree i think and and having like i think it's it's always like, it comes to like i feel like a lot of people think about what kind of actions they can do or what kind of action steps or, or do i need to do this and um i think it really comes to starting these conversations with your community and like seeing for yourself like oh what, what can I do to make you know my community feel safe and, and um, I really really liked how you touched talked about your poster um, even it, it came back to uh, 
our neighbor, Michelle Clifford, who started, you know, like a postcard writing like situation, just, you know, you, she, she just did it and, and invited neighborhoods. And I think, I mean, that's also another simple way that people can get involved. Um, and, and speaking of community and organizing, I guess, Paige, um, where, where would you like to see organizing in, in this in this space go, especially with, with art? I mean, I just want to see more. more of it. Yeah, Sorry, I want to see it go to the streets. <laughs> like that's that's what I want to see more of. Like just everybody, more people feeling like they have the agency. That yeah, with that question about where where can people get involved in this kind of work? Like at home, you know, just don't wait for permission. And I'm thinking it really made me think about this artist here in Omaha, Patty Talbert, that makes these really cool, just painted on wood signs that have different messages on them. And then she goes around and kind of gorilla posts them on wooden telephone poles around, you see them in every neighborhood now in Omaha. And I think that that's a great example of um, the way that art can give people their agency. And, and you know, we kind of were told that we're not creative and the union and I do not believe that. I think every single person that walks in the door, we call an artist and we don't try to distinguish that, that label for, um, you know, somebody who's post MFA, even though we love post M, you know, artists that have gone through that. Um, but just trying to give people that voice and agency back through connecting to their creativity. And then, then I hope we see it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Um, so for the artists and creatives listening, um, what is one thing they can do to engage with your community and cat? I think listening to the people around you whether it's like your your neighbors or getting involved in the broader like political conversations happening in our state through the nebraska table or through like the aclu if i could plug them like um yeah just just paying attention to um what's happening on social media too like i think i sometimes learn a lot just like about even one thing i learned about recently was the wilderness park development and like that was like what I would have not known about that had there not been like a an Instagram group dedicated to protecting Wilderness Park. So there's all kinds of ways to get engaged with the things you care about, um, and just like subscribing so you have that information. Um, volunteering I think is really important, and and it's good for your soul. This is my working theory. Like it's good for it's good to like give back every so often, or even to like teach like go volunteer at a CLC. Um, like that's kind of how I started organizing it. So if you're interested in the intersection of art and community organizing, just like reach out to a local middle school or elementary school and see if they need support with teaching. And oftentimes they do. And if you like pass the background check and stuff, like you can go like do a community project with a group of students and it's a blast. So, um, and there's lots of like small funding to do those sorts of things that people don't know about. The Lincoln Arts Council, the Nebraska Arts Council, the Civic Civic Nebraska, they all have like mini grants that artists can apply to to like do community engaged work. So access your resources and get on the like the mailing list of those different organizations, the union included, because they have small they have like funding for artists. Yeah, actually, Paige, would you, would you mind um, talking more about the Populist Fund? for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, totally. So um, in 2020, we had this incredible opportunity to have some access to funding for artists. And at that time, they gave us the freedom for those to be emergency grants. But now that um, we've been learning through our community and through surveys and feedback that um, 
artists feel like a little more stabilized and the emergency grants aren't as needed. There's a huge need for large scale project grants. So this year we've got six $10,000 grants that artists can apply to get to really do this work, to, to create new work and really have some sort of community engagement and community impact through projects that they're proposing. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Paige. Um, you can look more for more information probably on, um, their, on their page. Um, again, that's all for today. Thank you for joining us, Kat Weiss and Paige Wrights, and uh, talking more about art and civic engagement and how accessible it should be and how easy it is that the community can get involved with. And you don't necessarily have to be an, uh, an artist, per se, to, to get involved, because um, everyone is an artist. <laughs> um, thank you for taking a seat at the Nebraska table. I'm Chikaye, and see you next time. Seat at the Nebraska Table is brought to you by KZUM. Funding for this podcast was provided in part by Humanities Nebraska and the National Endowment for the Humanities as part of the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021.